How many of you have ever gone on a car trip vacation? Raise your hand. Been a car trip vacation? Everybody has almost, sure. Have any of you ever gone on a car trip vacation without a map? Uh, at least some kind of printed direction. Surprising number of you did that too. How many of you are still married? Please take out the sermon notes that have been provided for you this morning. A very good source for a car road map and a trip is a map. A map or some kind of electronic device today. It always helps to have a map if you're going to get anywhere. It helps to map out something that's very important to you. If you're going to have a good career, it's wise to map out your career journey. If you're going to have a good finances, it's good to map out your finances. It's wise to map out your education if you're going to go to school. It's wise to map out your retirement. See, the Bible says that we are to make our plans, counting on God to direct us and to show us where, which way to go. Just look at Joshua 18.4 with me. Let me have three men from each tribe, Joshua says. And I will send them out over the whole country to map out the territory that they will like to have as their possession. When Joshua was getting ready to lead the children of Israel into the promised land, he said that he was going to send some men out. They're going to map out what they wanted. Have you ever done that with your own life? Have you ever mapped out what you want? Look at these additional instructions from Joshua. Joshua 18, verse 8, Joshua instructed them. He says, go, make a survey of the land and write a description of it. See, Joshua tells the children of Israel to do three things. Three things that you and I should also be doing. Number one in your notes, they were to survey it. Then, number two, they were to map it out. Survey it, then map it out. That means you figure out where you are, then you figure out where you're going. You map it out. And number three, they were to write out a description. Now that's fantastic advice for your own future. In fact, 95% of the people in the world never do that. They've never used this fantastic advice. They've never written down any of the goals for their lives. It said that 5% that do tend to be successful. God has put you on this earth. But he has put you here for his purpose. That purpose is spelled out in the Bible. Now, a lot of people do not get much out of their Bibles. But God says in the Bible, he has put you and me here on this earth for his life mission. That means that once you have become a follower of Jesus, once you become a part of the family of God, then you are given a mission. Look at John 17, verse 18. Jesus said, In the same way as you, Heavenly Father, gave me a mission in the world, I give them, meaning the whole Christian church and his disciples, I give them a mission in the world. So you were made for a mission. You were not put on this earth to live for yourselves. On Pentecost, the disciples were given God's mission map. Look at Acts 1, verse 8. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and then you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, 
Samaria, to the ends of the earth. So you might be asking, what does that have to do with me? I don't live in the Middle East. How can you have this kind of a mission? I want you to circle the word witness in that verse. You will be my witnesses. Have you ever watched Law and Order? Have you ever watched Court TV? Is there any difference between an attorney and a witness? Certainly. There's a real big difference. The purpose of an attorney then is to prosecute or to defend. They're always pushing for a decision. You did this, you did that. You didn't do this. But God does not need attorneys for his mission map. God does not want you to push people for a decision or verdict or to pressure people to accept Jesus. You only have to be what? A witness. What does a witness do? A witness tells what he knows. I saw this car hit that car. This is what God has done for me in my life. This is what Jesus has done for me through his suffering and death on the cross. God says that is part of your purpose in life on earth. That's your mission. And the Bible serves as a map to help guide you. The Bible says that you are to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. So in Acts 1 verse 8, I want you to circle those three ands. God does not say to go first to Jerusalem, your own home, and stay there until everybody knows Jesus and then go out. No, you're to go simultaneously, not just sequentially. You're to do it all at once. This is your ongoing mission. To Jerusalem, yes. To Judea, to Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So maps are good. We will walk through this map together today. Number one in your notes. My Jerusalem is the city. On this map, Jerusalem is your city. Your, your, your Jerusalem today has about 15,000 people, give or take. Look at Acts 5, verse 28. You have filled all Jerusalem with your teaching about Jesus. Now, did you know that the church in Jerusalem, in your notes, in 25 years grew to 100,000 members, from just the disciples to over 100,000. And it is believed that Jerusalem had about 200,000 people living in it. So half of the city is going to one church. It's not an exaggeration then for them to say, hey, you have filled all Jerusalem. It's pretty amazing. So look at Acts 13, verse 44. On the next Sabbath, almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of the Lord. So in your notes, we ask how. For, for a good map from God's word, we look at the how. Look at Acts 5, verse 42. In temple courts, from home to home, they never stopped teaching the good news that Jesus is the Christ. Circle the word there, courts. Notice that it's plural. It's not just one place. They were meeting in temple courts. We have one church meeting in multiple locations in temple courts. What different leaders with different, in your notes, different kinds, different times, with different families, attending service in the style, would they be somewhat different? Although the teaching about Jesus was the same. Today we often have different kinds and different times of our worship which allows for variety. 
Well, why, why is it so important to have variety? And you notice God likes variety. I have proof of that. Look down your row in your pew today. There's not a single person that looks exactly like you. You would think that God would have picked one or two real cute bodies and made all the rest of us the same. Like the Ford or just GM assembly line. No, God goes overboard with variety. Did you know that when God made beetles, he made over 60,000 beetles, varieties? You would have thought that maybe three or 400 would have been enough. No, God made 60,000 different beetles. There was John and Paul and George and Ringo. I don't know the names of all the others. The fact is that God loves variety. The purpose for the variety of groups is to reach out our Jerusalem, our city, more effectively. Because people are different. And Jesus loves all people. Jesus cares for everybody. Jesus wants everybody to know the Lord. The Lord is not willing that any should perish. So we are to grow as a church because God, Jesus died for everybody. He wants everybody to know him. God never made a person that he doesn't like. So God tells us that Jesus did not just die for you, die for me. But he died for everybody. So that's the beginning of your road trip. Number two, on the back of your notes, the second stop on God's mission map is my Judea. Your Judea, in your notes, is Defiance County. You have your Jerusalem. At the same time, you have your Judea. So notice what happened in the Bible. Look at Luke 4, verse 37. The news about Jesus spread to every place throughout the surrounding region. That's also our goal. We are to be a witness to the region around Defiance until it is filled with the good news of Jesus. Look at Acts 8, verse 4. Please read it with me together, out loud. The Lord's followers have been scattered, went from place to place, telling the good news. Again, we see how to apply that truth. We ask the question in your notes, how? We look again at Acts 5:42. In temple courts, from house to house, they never stopped teaching the good news. Two words explains how. The two words in your notes are, small groups. They met house to house. The home, the church met in two formats in the Bible times. They met in larger groups of service and worship. They met in smaller fellowship groups during the week. They gathered and then they scattered. They gathered on the weekend. They scattered for fellowship and homes during the week. The growing pattern of the church was gathering and scattering. And in the Greek language, the church, first of all, was the ecclesia. I mean, that was the people who were called out of this world. They were gathering for worship, the ecclesia. The church is also called in Greek the despera, because that means the scattered. The church during the week scattered from place to place. And the key location in your notes, the church met in homes. For the first 300 years of Christianity, there were no church buildings. None. Zero. Zip. No steeples. No cathedrals. In fact, the oldest Christian church building is in Syria. It was built about 310 A.D. And by the way, the fastest period of growth of Christianity was those first 300 years. As a church seeking to be obedient to Christ, we do well to gather ecclesia and then also to scatter the desperate. 
house to house to more effectively reach our Judea. So first stop on God's mission map is my Jerusalem, my city. The second stop is my Judea, Defiance County. Number three in your notes, the third stop on God's mission map is my Samaria. And your Samaria is simply different cultures. Different cultures are people who are different from you. And God wants you to reach out to those other cultures in love. Look at what Paul says in Romans 1.14. I have a great sense of obligation to people where? In our culture and to people of other cultures. Circle the word and, to people of other cultures. God wants us to reach out to people who are different. Different ethnically, different economically, different age groups, different culture groups, different backgrounds, different religious groups. God wants everybody to feel his love. Now in America, we have a neat experience. God has brought many different cultures together and you don't have to go to another part of the world to have another Samaria. There are other cultures all around us. It's sort of the Baskin Robbins, 31 flavors. There's the retiree culture, there's the youth culture, the singles culture, single with children culture, there's the military culture, there's the non-working culture, there's the homeless, the poor, the sick, the lonely. Again, we ask the application question in your notes is how, exactly how, can you and I reach people who are so different from us? They are different economically, different age groups, language groups, ethnic groups, racial groups, different, whatever. How do you reach people who are so different? Well, it's really quite simple. Look at what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 9, verse 19. Please read it with me together out loud. I voluntarily become a servant to any and all in order to reach a wide range of people. We reach different cultures, and you know it's by serving them. It's by serving people that we build bridges between our hearts and theirs. We build a bridge of love, and Jesus can walk across from our hearts to theirs. I provided a sample of cultures that we are trying to reach in our community. Our military, with a real tribute, especially for those who are serving and who have served our country and given so much. And those who enjoy sports, looking for ways that we can serve their needs. And the sick and the lonely, as we have care cards and visits, assign Stephen ministers, make phone calls. The poor and the hungry, with our food pantry ministry and clothes closet ministry, seeking to meet needs of people experience a crisis or loss of jobs. First stop on God's mission map, my Jerusalem, my city. Second stop is my Judea, Defiance County. Third stop on God's mission map is my Samaria, to those different cultures. Number four, finally, we go to the fourth part of God's mission map, that's to, my, to the ends of the earth, and that's world missions. God says you start with your own backyard, you share with the love of Jesus with your family, with your friends. Then your region, people of different backgrounds, different cultures. Then you go to the ends of the earth. Look with me at Matthew 24, verse 14. The good news about God's kingdom will be preached in all the world, to every nation. Then the end will come. 
Now, a lot of people, they want to know when Jesus is coming back. When they get their maps out, they check all of the charts, and they study all those prophecies. Let me save you time. The Bible says that no one knows the day or the hour when Jesus is coming. No one. Not even the angels, nor the Son, only the Father. But the point, however, is this. The church is to reach with the gospel to all the world, to reach every nation, and then the end will come. That is when it's going to happen. So our Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, has made initiatives in the past, like Fan into Flame, part of the Ablaze Movement. The Ablaze Movement by our church alone was to reach 100 million people with the gospel. We have made a church-wide commitment to deliver hope and spiritual renewal by communicating the saving message of the gospel. Now, on what continent in this world are there most, the most Lutheran Christians to do that? Any guesses? The continent with the most Lutheran Christians available to spread this gospel to 100 million people is the continent of Africa, because that's where Christianity is growing by leaps and bounds. So our goal today is to help you with God's mission map in your life. As you complete your trip, as you reach your life mission, I want God to say about each one of you, well done, good and faithful servant. So start praying for people. Pray for 10 or so people. Take an unchurched person out to lunch. Build a bridge to people who do not know Jesus. Show them God's love. Invite them to church with you. See God's mission map. It includes all four parts. Our city, Defiance County, different cultures, and the world missions. Amen.